Good afternoon. My name is Nick Danforth. I'm with LAMAP, the Hellenic Foundation for European and Foreign Policy, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Salim Kodo. Salim is a fellow at TEPOV, the Economic Policy Research Foundation of Turkey. Recently, Turkish President Erdogan has jumped back into the headlines by objecting to Sweden and Finland's bid for NATO membership. A lot of people are asking why. My own sense is that Erdogan sincerely believes NATO has ignored Turkey's legitimate security interests and now believes that he has found an ideal opportunity to force the alliance to acknowledge them. Selim, what's your take? Well, um, I actually went back today to uh, look through some of Erdogan's older comments about sort of terrorism and how he sees things. And in the especially with 9-11, but also broadly in the 1990s and 2000s, the, the phrase he often repeated when it came to sort of, for lack of a better sense, where Islamic terrorism was, um, you know, terrorism has no religion, right? It, and, and with that, he, he wanted to say, okay, your enemies are my enemies, uh, despite the sort of, despite the fact that, the, you know, the, these are Islamists, Right or and they belong to the Islamic world, but I will still do this uncomfortable thing, right? Now um, the the question then becomes, and the question he's been asking much more recently is, why if your enemies are my enemies, why aren't my enemies your enemies? Right? right. There's this sort of imbalance, and I really do think that he likes to go for those big issues. It's not about the small things like the. You know, people talk about the F-16s or, or, you know, elections are coming up as a, for a domestic audience. It's really about the, the sort of big issue, I think. And he, I think, feels, and, and this has been right throughout his career, I think, that if you tackle those big issues really forcefully, head on, um, something interesting happens. And usually that interesting thing is, is in his favor. So I think that's his instinct here. And... Um, you know, he is right on some of these things. To some extent, he is speaking truth to power, right? Because um, it is true that that uh, most NATO allies do pursue this uh, weird policy of saying, okay, the PKK is a terrorist organization, but all these groups affiliated with the PKK aren't. They're sort of champions of democracy, right? So there, there is that... Um, imbalance, that weakness that he sees in NATO, and he wants to attack that head on, right? So, and and that begs the question, of course, why um, are these NATO countries positioning themselves in this way? And they're, they're probably thinking that they're, they're sort of hedging their bets for a post-Erdogan Turkey, and I think he also senses that, and he wants to attack that, and because it's he feels that this is an attack on his legitimacy, right? That, that things ultimately boil, boil down to that, I think. It's been interesting to see the way this has played out in Washington. Uh, so yeah. far, at least, the United States has tried to take the same approach it's taken to Turkey throughout the uh, war in Ukraine, which is to try to stay positive. Uh, it's saying this is going to be solved, this is going to get worked out. Uh, there's not, there hasn't been a lot of public criticism of Turkey. There hasn't been a lot of public statements uh, that would seem to undermine the unity of the alliance. Uh, but underneath, there is, there's real frustration, um, and I, as I assume there is in Europe. I think I've seen more calls for Turkey to be kicked out of NATO in the last couple of days than I have in the last decade. 
Uh, and usually when this comes up, at least online, it always turns mm-hmm. into a debate about, you know, some of the issues you raised, are Turkey's concerns justified, which is a great conversation and one that would take more than the minute 50 we have remaining. But what stands out to me is that that's not part of the conversation in Washington. Uh, you know, and I mean, this is indeed, if this is one of Erdogan's concerns, you know, the West is not taking Turkey's uh, opinion seriously enough. Well, but that's also kind of the point that no one in the United States right now is taking uh, Turkey's concerns as a major part of the discussion. There's just, there's frustration, there's anger. Uh, and there's a sense that what, you know, what NATO allies want in an ally right now is one that's going to be cooperative. Uh, and I, this is underscored really dramatically by the visit of the Greek prime minister to uh, DC. You know, for a long time, it was Greece that was blocking the application of another country to NATO because they didn't like their name. Um, similarly, you know, it used to be Cyprus that was buying Russian uh, air defense systems. Both these countries have realized that basically what DC wants is someone that's going to be cooperative, and they've tried to fill that niche. Uh, which brings us to the question, both sides seem very set in their positions here. Uh, in the 50 seconds we have remaining, how do you think this is going to play out? Well, it's really hard to say. I think um, I think everyone's in a place where he is willing to push these things further than uh, he has in the past. It's a little bit like the the way I think of it is, is Putin's way of, you know, actually pulling the trigger on Ukraine, you know? These guys have been in power for 20 plus years. Uh, they're, they're getting really impatient. So they are ready to do some some drastic things. So it's it's still a very low possibility. I think it's probably gonna get resolved, but who knows? We There is a chance of seeing something dramatic. All right, on that note, let's see what happens. Thanks for joining me. Thank you.